welcome back to another episode of the Stay Oz Podcast, the legendary Stay Oz Podcast. We got with us Dave, or David A. Smith, as he wants to be referred to. <laughs> and we got what Ian up? from Vibes and Stuff and the Magnificent Vibes Podcast. What up, brothers? What's going on? What's going on? Not a lot and a lot at the same time. Sports has been on hiatus. There's been a lot uh, keeping sports from being active, and that stuff is still around, to be quite honest. But they're going to give it the old college try. So we got uh, baseball. Uh, they're doing their scrimmages and practices now, and they look like they're going to try to get in full swing. The NBA has started its bubble, and they're aiming for the end of July to get things started. NFL keeps acting like nothing's happening. So they just keep on keep on moving. And I think hockey is starting too. And golf has been going too. Uh, I think with golf, not that it matters a whole lot, but we had what three dudes who all supposedly had COVID at some point playing in a tournament. I don't I don't know what that's about. So we got a little bit to talk about because part of the concern, at least for me, is is this stuff gonna happen? Will it be stopped? Is it gonna get cut off at some point? And let's start with the NBA bubble. And I'm sure Ian has plenty to say about the NBA bubble. <laughs> it's foolproof. What could go wrong? <laughs> I know, right? Hundreds of hundreds of people in Florida at Disney World. Well, um, let, me, let me first of all say props to the NBA for even attempting this. And taking some time out, they were, they were, if I believe, they were the first major sports league to cancel their season, correct? Yeah. yeah. Officially cancel it. So I, I do think that they're taking it serious. You know, as we know, months ago, we, there was very little we knew about the virus, still very little we know about the virus. So, you know, it's rate of spread. They kind of got that down. And we, we know what to do somewhat to mitigate it. And I think they took out what they felt was sufficient time to – um, allowed a country to kind of get on top of this thing before they brought these players back. Um, so I, I think they've taken overall a pretty measured and cautious approach to bringing, finishing out the NBA season. Um, however, you know, you know the saying, the best laid plans of, of men. Um, I, I'm more worried. I think they're going to go ahead and go with it, but I'm more worried about what's going to happen when it's, you know, they've played a few games. Things are proceeding as planned. Two players test positive, two turns in the eight, eight turns in the 20, 20 turns in the how many, and it's like, okay, now we got to shut this thing down. Because I still feel kind of 50-50 on that possibility. They, it's pretty clear they're going to go ahead and proceed this bubble, but my, my, my concern is what's going to happen in another three, four weeks. Yeah, so we got <clears> – <throat> Then that, that brings up some questions, right? So is it a matter of who gets sick, how many get sick? Um, at what point is your NBA season now considered tainted, right? So say you got the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis gets sick, Chris Middleton gets sick, but the rest of the Bucks are playing. Is that season tainted? No, same thing with the Lakers. I mean, I'm sure if LeBron gets sick, they'll shut it down. Oh yeah, but, that's he—he's the linchpin. <laughs> yeah, like they not 
this is all contingent upon it, in my opinion i felt like they shouldn't even be forcing this i feel like they did right by canceling the season and and then they gave themselves time to set up next season i feel like they should have just just called it a wash hey man pandemic season's over you know what i mean we setting up for next season there's no champion this year boom but instead they're gonna force this season to happen which still may or may not happen. And now they're pushing the new season back to what? October, November? December 1st. December. So now, to, to me, this season already is going to have an asterisk. You're not having your full teams playing. Some people sitting out still. The, 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 the roster is now, not the roster, but the schedule has changed. So it, it's, it's already tainted. And then, and then on, on top of that, now you got a, a pandemic, which still may not happen. So I figure, I, I think it's a waste of time. And I hate the fact that they even did this whole bubble nonsense because I feel like it was, it was stupid. You didn't need to do it. I, I liked it. I personally liked it. I was just worried about the execution because, as we know, F- Florida from the jump, they, they, they were one of the few states that did not and still have not implemented any mandates to mitigate the spread of the virus in their state. And that's exactly where the NBA players are going. Like, it, right. it, 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 I mean, I, no one saw this coming. No one saw this coming. Uh, I know Adam Silver didn't. But, like, what, what's, what happens when J.R. Smith decides to, you know, break out the bubble to go buy a bottle of Hennessy? You know, he come tracking COVID <laughs> back into the hotel or wherever. And, and, you know, you got, like, a potential spread now between teammates. And I think you're right. I do think it's, it's going to be – um, based on who gets sick in addition to how many get sick, whether or not they shut it down in the, in the middle of it before they, they, they see it through. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I hate to say it's going to have an asterisk by the champion because I feel like if you won, you won. You're like, nah, like, nah, nah. This, uh, this, if ever there was an asterisk, this one going to have one, bro. And then it's, does it's it doesn't like have an asterisk it doesn't have an asterisk because it's a shortened season or does it have an asterisk because players might get sick in the future both and not all the above play? both you got you got you got certain guys who may or may not get sick it's a shortened season um that that extra gap where guys are able to rest that that's kind of an advantage it's, it's i think everything about them resuming play after what three four months is 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 it's going to have an asterisk, man. Just the way they, the way they doing it, the way your schedule is set up. Certain teams had an advantage coming into the end of the season, as far as teams they were going to play. Um, other ones, were, you know, had harder schedules. Now you got a whole nother schedule. The, the the entire thing set up is 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 wrong to me, and and I feel like even if it is the champion, if they finish the season, I feel like it's it's definitely going to have a. This is going to be the Kobe the COVID championship. As, as much as they trying to force – it seems like they're they really trying to get LeBron this ring because the, the, way this, the way the teams were set up, especially now, your stars are going to really win your games. Your bench guys, everybody you're – not, you're not hooping for months, so now your stars are going to be the best players on the floor. Your bench guys are going to kind of, you know, obviously fall back. So – your better players, are, and then you got LeBron and AD on the court at the same time. I mean, yeah, but that was always going to be the case, you know, COVID or no. Yeah, COVID. but but I feel like I feel like when the season was going, your your benches, especially teams like the Clippers and like Milwaukee, 
who had that depth, I felt like they was going to give teams like the Lakers problems because the Lakers didn't have depth. You know what I mean? Besides, like, when LeBron sat on the Lakers, that his plus minus on that team was absurd because they were so bad when he sat down. I felt like that was an advantage for teams like Milwaukee that can run longer stretches with different guys, like the Clippers, you know what I mean, where you can switch bodies out defensively and wear LeBron down. I feel like over a series, that was going to change a lot of those games. But now you don't need that because you're going to have bench guys who haven't played that much. They're going to be getting wall out. LeBron's already better than you. You know what I mean? I mean now you ain't same, competitively. But the same thing would apply for the Lakers bench players. Yeah. But they didn't have a bench I, to begin with. Right. So I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying your stars are going – it's all going to come down to your stars at this point. I feel like this hurts teams like Milwaukee more than it would Lakers. And we, we're yeah, going to get more on, on the, the LeBron potential championship talk because there is something that came up that was said that I would like to address um, by one of our uh, revered LeBron fanboys. But we'll get to that. What do you guys think about the bio, biometric tracker that's on everybody's wrist that tracks your location, tracks your vital signs, uh, all of that? I mean, it's 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 a thing, you know. What I mean, it's a it's a it's a way to stay on top of things. But we know there's no there's no silver bullet. There's no a hundred percent foolproof plan to make sure players are staying safe and healthy. Because you can, as we know, you can have it and not have any symptoms. So, um, the bio tracking thing is is it's only good for so much, you know. I mean, yeah, it's only good for so much. And can't they remove it? Oh, Jr. is gonna figure out a way. But that that ain't gonna stop nobody, no way. They like, uh, I've already read a couple accounts where they sneaking this out to the into the bubble anyway. You know what I mean? Like people so have they have they pulled that off, or are they just trying? I think they. No, they I think they trying it. They pull. I heard they pulled it off. Yeah, uh, that, that's what I mean. But I mean, it's all hearsay. But I'm pretty sure somebody got somebody in there. Google ugly Anna. She's not ugly. I'm, I'm sure she is. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you you heard the crazy story was that Rashard Holmes uh, is done for two weeks because he went to pick up DoorDash. Um, Dwight Howard said that people have been snitching left and right. Yeah. And you know Chris Paul and LeBron snitching on people. Um, oh, yeah. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Um, so it's 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 a, it's a crazy setup. I, I do think it's interesting, um, but it is it's a crazy setup. And then it's just like all it all it takes, man, is one one or two dominoes to fall in this whole thing. It it just goes under. Well, I hope I hope and pray we get to have as close to a playoffs and the end of the uh, the NBA season as possible. I hope and pray. Like I really hope that's what we get, but I just, I'm not convinced that's going to happen. Nah. So, do you think they'll finish it? I don't. I'm 50-50. There's a part of me that's be like, there's no way they're going to finish it. Like, <laughs> but there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, 
if they play it safe enough, they can finish it, you know. So I don't know. I'm 50-50. I'm on the fence. Too, too but if they don't parts. finish it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me in the least, least bit if they don't finish out the season. They got they throwing this mess in the in the epicenter of the uh, of the pandemic right now, man. I just I don't I don't see a way that they that they can finish the season, especially like you mentioned how how problematic the spread is, man. One two people, that's all it takes. Somebody sneaking one of their girls in there, she got it. She walking through the halls, you know what I mean, talking to people. Then two other people get it, and another guy, you know what I mean. It's just and then the whole thing is gone. So. If they, if they do pull it off, man, I right, props to them, man. I, August 30th, families get to come in, so you got a month to get your jump offs in. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So who's doing it better, baseball or basketball? Basketball. Basketball. Baseball. Yeah, baseball seems a, like they just kind of winging it, don't it? They don't even have a plan, man. <laughs> they, they don't. They just they, – they, they seriously went to bed, like – like they, baseball, they they should have been playing, bro. Like this, this ain't it. it they they made it way more complicated than it needed to. And it, it, I mean, I don't know the nuts and bolts behind this, but like, there's way less personnel on a baseball team than there is on a basketball team. It's it seems like, you know, it's like if if a when a when a when a basketball player gets injured on the court, you're gonna have about five six people rush out see what's wrong with them, escort them out, put them on a stretcher, whatever the case may be, and take them to more people. When people get injured in baseball, it's basically just a manager and a, and a teammate coming out and, like, helping the guy up. And it, it seems to be way less staff and, and training, you know, personnel attached to a baseball team than there is a basketball team. So, I mean, if basketball can do it, I, I know baseball could try to do it. And – you know, with basketball, you're right up on the person. You you know, they're trying to shoot a shot, so you got to get up on them and go. Baseball is is some relative relative social distancing there. You know, I, of course, you got to worry about when people slide in the base and stuff like that. But you know, and when you're sitting on the in the bullpen, but um, yeah, it just the contact doesn't seem to be the same. But I mean, you you could test those players the way you're testing these other athletes. But I'm hearing they're having problems with that. So. What's that Baseball about? has a lot of guys, like high-profile guys, backing out. Mm. And a couple of them were real sick. So, you know, again, they're winging it, man. Like, Toronto can't play because Canada's not allowing sports. Um, I don't know what you're going to do about your two Florida teams because you're playing outside. It's not like, you know, you're in a bubble. So. You said t- Toronto, Toronto shut it down, huh? Canada is not allowing any outdoor sports. So the Blue Jays can't play unless they come to the United States. Yeah, but why would they do that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fly to another country to get sick. Like, yeah, yeah, Canada's taking this seriously, huh? I got, yeah, I got a question. Go for it. I hope I don't, I don't veer us too far off the topic. Do you think they brought back too many teams to the bubble? 
No, no. what's 22? Yeah, do you think that's too many? No, I'm fine with it. Nah, 22, that's that's about right. Cause I when, feel like they, yeah. When, because when they finish playing, they got the, uh, they got the seeding games and then they got that, the tournament for like between the eighth and ninth team or something like that. And then after that tournament's over, those teams that don't make it leave. So, which probably spreads coronavirus more. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. I, there's a I don't, I don't, I'm not, like I'm not upset by the numbers on that. It's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. Yeah, because yeah, for, for a minute they was talking about doing another one. The delete the eight? teams, yeah, yeah. The, the the delete eight, that's dope. Yeah, we're, we're putting them losers in the bubble. Who's gonna watch Knicks Bulls? You know what I mean? <laughs> when you can watch like that, that was just a terrible idea, man. You know where it was gonna be, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be here. Yeah, Chicago. Hey, yeah, we Chicago. hey, we're safer than we're safer than Florida right now. Yeah. Oh, I was talking that Chicago might be the backup in case this Florida thing doesn't work, but they've already started. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like they brought back uh, maybe too too many teams. Like twenty two, it's like ah, nobody wants to see the Wizards play. You know, no one's going to want to watch a Wizards Magic game. Um, and all the Wizards, all the meaningful Wizards, have backed out anyway. So. You know, there's that. I, I think they should have just – if you had teams that were tied for, like, that final seeding, I think you should have just brought back those teams. If a team was – if a team is, like, two to five games behind the eighth seed, like, I don't think it was necessary to bring those teams into it. You know, like, you know, I, and I, I kind of feel that, like, the East should have only brought back maybe six or seven teams because, you know – Orlando's not going to beat the Bucks in the first round. They're not even going to make it interesting, you know. And it's just, I don't know, man. It seems like an exercise in futility. I think. If I you, know, man. I think if you're going to do that, if you're going to cut, you know, what I mean, Washington and Orlando, then you can cut Phoenix. You can cut Sacramento. That's you my point. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, people want to see the Pelicans, but they they still trying to fill seats. You know what I mean? Like the Pelicans wasn't going to make no noise. People want to see Zion. So, I I feel like it's a give and take. You still want to give enough teams an opportunity at least and they still got to keep their viewership up you know what i mean and but, to justify zion and that 10th seed you have to go over to the east and and balance it out scrape the bottom of the right. barrel yeah so brad bill isn't doing it no he's not oh this is gonna be epic yeah he's not in it either so it's like i think they really should have like brought back like if you're gonna do eight teams, it like it like give give like the top seeds in either conference a bye, you know what I mean? Like, like or do like six six per teams per conference, so that way the, the 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 bubble period is at least shortened and it gives them more time between seasons. Because if if this thing finishes in October on October fifteenth, and they start the new season December first, it's like that's six weeks. Like that's yeah. that's no type of off season for these people. So. They should have probably done, like, I think six teams per conference and then just gave the top two seeds a, a bye. But they want that Zion LeBron, man. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. <laughs> I, I want to I see the Lakers play play uh, play Portland in the first round. But That's what I want. Yeah, hey, I'm, 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 you can go ahead. I ain't want to. They said Zion lost 20 pounds. 
So now he only has to lose 80 more. <laughs> that dude, he – I wish him the best, man, but I think he's going to destroy his knees over time, man. Yeah, it's, it's the weight. Like, he can't be jumping like that, bro. I mean, it's it's fun to watch, but it ain't – it's not sustainable. You can't hoop 10, 12 yeah, years doing that. Yeah, and people act like, oh, you know, everything is everything. It's like, let's see, he was – he was he got injured his his rookie season. He got injured uh, in college, yeah. and, he, and he got injured in high school. So I don't know. I think this guy's good to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should be out of the way. Just ask Derrick Rose. Right, he works out on the Kings. games every year. Blake Griffin, Russell Westbrook. Like, you, right. you got to change your play style, man. You can't can't play above the rim like that. He plays a lot like Derek in the in the sense that he yeah. does a lot of sideways jumping. Um, I wish him all the best. I really do. I th- I think it's nice to have another dude that's big and athletic. Um, fun to watch, bro. Fun fun to watch. Um, that's gonna compete with LeBron for ESPN highlights because even like. Watching Zion, some of the stuff he does is just normal, and they pump it up. But anyway, and LeBron, you know, it's going to play him a few times before he bows out and realizes that uh, Zion's going to be better than him. I, I think I think that's it's, it's going to be fun to watch for a while. But like you said, you do have to be careful about him and, and those injuries because, like I said, he that torque, man, it's the human body can only do so much. Right. He exploded out of a he exploded out of a gym shoe, man. <laughs> the thing just exploded. He wasn't even doing nothing like like all that hard, man. And he he was stopping to cross over and his foot just exploded out the shoe. Crazy, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. Albeit though, they was like they were like like monarchs. <laughs> He might as well. You saying he might as well have on pro wings? Yeah, he had the creamy bigums on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he had what is? Ve- he had on the Velcro, Velcro joints that the nurses wear. <laughs> man, dude, got to step up their shoe budget. Oh, they give Coach K all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Casey Coach with his stacks of dollars in his gold crown. <laughs> yeah, I got hooping in some clogs, man. <laughs> man, but are the Rockets in trouble? Are the Rockets in trouble? The Rockets are always in trouble. The Rockets been in trouble. <laughs> that's a that's a team built for the regular season. That ain't that ain't a playoff team. Nothing nothing about them is championship. Like you would think this format would benefit them. But the problem is, is the game when they get into the playoffs, they're gonna call those games the playoffs. Yeah. And instantly the Rockets will be bad. <laughs> Dude, and they, people seem amazed when it happened, but like you you're gonna run into the same problem. Over a seven game stretch, you cannot like in a regular season, you get different teams every week. So yeah, you can run some different stuff they haven't seen over a seven game stretch. Your plays get locked in. 
they know what you're doing, especially if your offense is that ball dominant with one guy. You get, it's it's just never gonna work in the playoffs. Well, I, I mean, like Harden has not arrived to the bubble with his team. You know, we know Westbrook tested positive for COVID. <laughs> And Harden is mysteriously not around, and like now people are starting to wonder. No, he showed up. Like, Remember, yeah, he, he showed up in the, uh, in the mask. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's he came right. in. Um, but still, like Dave said, I, I've always said it too. Like you're talking about the playoffs is a different beast, where you're going to eat, sleep, and drink one team for two weeks, right. and it's just, it it doesn't work because now I know. Okay. Harden, top of the key. And now you got another dude that when Harden gets tired, is going to You isolate your shooters and you just you just guard up, man. You even have to cheat off. I never I never thought I'd say this. But they need Russell Westbrook. Um, and I know this sounds crazy to me to say, Russell Westbrook will at least give you effort on the defensive end. And he, you know, he don't do it as much as he should, but he is a good passer. But in the big moments, who's going to play off the ball? Russell Westbrook. Who's trash off the ball? Russell Westbrook. Like that That team, if 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 – that team should be built with spot-up shooters. And then they got rid of their best defenders. You got rid of your rim protectors and, like, your, your, your wing defender. Defensively, they, they liable. So they're going to have to put up 120 points a game in the playoffs. And, and then on top of that, you can't stop nobody. Like, it's, it's just it's, it's going to be easy to stop them on offense. And, 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 and the flip side on defense. I just I don't see, I don't see when, them winning the seven-game series against anybody. Be honest and with you. Don't forget, don't forget. You you talked about them giving up their rim protector. The backlash of that, the result of that is, as as much as he is a gritty defender, you love any any team I got. I want this dude on it. But PJ Tucker is a six three center right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got PJ running center, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah, it ain't. It's gonna uh, be good. Dude, the way they the way they built that team. This season was, was crazy to me. Like I always, I get, I get going for talent. You know what I mean? Like, but even still, like the, the talent they went after was nuts. Like Westbrook, as good as he is, he doesn't fit that scheme. Like I can't understand why they went after Westbrook. He doesn't improve them. They went after Westbrook to keep Harden because uh, him and him and CP3. I don't think they were getting along. Well, it's it's been established they weren't getting along. Yeah. So you know, moving forward, that's, what do you that's do? any team with Chris Paul though. You know, it's like but the okay, fact of the matter is, Chris Paul is better for that team than Russell Westbrook. True. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would, I would agree with that. I would agree. But when you look at his, when you look at other things like his his contract structure and and his salary and his oh, age, that, that's an albatross though. That I see, doing that, that. That's the only way that makes sense because Chris Paul is getting paid an absurd amount, dude. Like yeah. that. that I, I I don't know how he signed that deal if he wasn't like uh what's that the 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 players uh players union, players union or something like that oh, yeah I, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know who he finagled to get that contract dude because that that mess so would you want to see that OKC Houston 
playoff matchup? I would. I would love I would. to see that. I would. I think. I think. Okay. I think. I think OKC has the better coach. And the better. Yeah. <laughs> that and the better the, the better team. To be honest with you, I mean, they as far as full talent wise, depth and roster, yeah, I would love to see OKC beat them. Yeah, just remind Stephen Adams that Russ isn't on his team anymore. He doesn't have to let him get rebound. <laughs> Everybody getting out the way for this dude to this, get rebound. Like, you grab the ball now, Stephen. It's it's okay. Cause Shay was Shay. Uh, Shea was coming out of his box, man. He was, yeah, he yeah. was doing it this year. Yeah, you know, so yeah. That, yeah. That's they were a little combo. Yeah, so you still got Stephen Adams. You still got some some good pieces. And okay, see, I love to see that matchup. Yeah. So have you all heard what Nick Wright said? Ugh. Do we want to hear this? <laughs> Nick Wright has come he out and his, said it. He took, his, he took his head out of LeBron's butt long enough to give us some commentary. Oh, he took it out. He took it out long enough to say something else to shove himself right back deeper. So he says that if the Lakers win the championship this year, it should count for two. Because he beat the NBA and COVID. The beat. <laughs> what? What is he Trump now? Like he beat the NBA and well, well then double up, double up Bill Russell's reigns because he beat he beat racism. the Celtics and racism. And right. Come on, man. Bill Russell has forty-seven championships. <laughs> At this point, man, they got to start taking people like off the mic, man. Like you say stupid stuff like that, like. They should just unplug your trash. No, because they count for two. Lebronophiles agree with him. Like they act like he just took the virus, like a, a basketball size model with a virus, and just dunked it into a hoop <laughs> and then it exploded. That's what Space Jam Two is about. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's and it's hard to take people serious when they say stupid stuff like that, man. And and so many of them say stuff so so often that's stupid. It's like you just start to write off the whole network. Yeah. <clears throat> Rachel Nichols, Kendrick Perkins, Jay Williams, Nick Wright. It's like they they are just well, Nick repeat Wright is Fox. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he is Fox. He is Fox. Yeah, same. But, I mean, every network has to have a LeBron file on. Yeah, every that's network. True. So, and don't forget about uh, well, thankfully, thankfully, Whitlock has lost this platform, so there's one bright spot. <laughs> but he was he was almost like Whitlock was almost like like insensibly like you know critically critical of LeBron. Like it's like yeah, I get it. You don't like every move this guy makes, but he was like he was like really like aiming below the belt or some stuff. I was like, okay, this is crossing into something else. Over the top. You Jason know. Jason Whitlock. Doesn't like black people. <laughs> we know this. He said, I think he said, what was that? He said one time about LeBron. I maybe just go wow. Like, I, oh, he said LeBron didn't, didn't, never learn good leadership skills for his team because he didn't have a dad. And I was just like, Ooh. geez. 
Like, like you really have to go there? Like, and I was like, okay, this is this is something else. This this dude is is reciting agenda points. You know what I mean? Hmm. That's strong. If if he if he never gets another job, man, I I'll be too happy. Like he's gotten worse over the years because there was a time back in the day, um, you know, back when a lot of these writers and and journalists didn't get as much pub. When you found felt like you found somebody when you were were reading news from other cities and stuff like that on the internet. Like I would read Woodlock's stuff back in the day, and it was you know he had some insights. It was like he's gotten worse and worse and worse. And I don't know if he started reading his own clippings and like just trying to be shocking for the state for the sake of being shocking. Maybe. Um, but he got real bad, man. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, it's different when you get it behind that camera, man. Yeah. So did you uh have those mailbag questions still? Well, yeah, I asked two of them already. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the Rockets and the uh, too many teams come back? But um, what, what uh, another mailbag question I've, I've been hearing in these streets. What team in each conference do you think is the most dangerous slept on team? Slept on? I didn't even, shouldn't even say slept on because if they're in the playoffs, then they're not being slept on. But who do, what teams do you think are the biggest threats that people have kind of written off? I would I would go Boston and Portland. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Yeah, I, would, I don't I think anyone's throw, written off Boston. I would throw Indiana in there. But but all the depots out. No, he says he might try to play. Ooh. So you're talking about Oladipo healed. Because he's had the extra time to to rest up. Um, if he comes back and he is VO, um, I think Indiana might be able to make some noise. They could shock somebody. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I actually I have. I have. Go ahead. I have Indiana on my list as the most dangerous team in the East. Um, I don't believe in Miami like that. And like they, they had a few people. Uh, they've had a few people who didn't out of bio say he wasn't playing. I'm not, not sure. sure. Yeah, I think I heard Adebayo's not playing, but I, I don't believe I don't believe in the Heat. I think they're pretenders. I think it's all smoke and mirrors. Um, I think they enjoy playing with each other because they don't have any expectations. But once 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 people start putting them under a microscope and being like, okay, y'all need to, you know, crap and get off the pot. That's when Jimmy Butler's gonna self destruct. So I, I don't I don't believe in them. But the Pacers, <clears throat> yeah, they they scare me. They scare me. Uh, Boston, I don't think anyone's written off Boston just yet, even though I hear Kimba saying his, his knee still doesn't feel right. Um, I don't think nobody wrote him off. I just think that the praise for Milwaukee is so high. People, people don't acknowledge Boston being a legitimate threat. Like, I don't think – like, I, I'm with you with Miami. I don't think – I just don't think that team is built right. I, and I, I wouldn't even put that on Jimmy. I think Jimmy gonna show. Jimmy always shows up. I I think I think the rest of the roster is not strong enough to survive a, a game a, a a seven game series. You know, you know what I mean. Butler, right? Like uh, uh, even 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 the Toronto 
I don't think Toronto's built to win a playoff series right now. As I good as they are in the regular season. Toronto guess, is doing it with scraps and mirrors. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's I not – that's, that's a regular season team, man. I think in the playoffs, but that team will get – go ahead. People said that I, – I, I get what you're saying, but people said that about them last year as well. But here's the other thing. They, they've had at least two players on their team who get regular tick get better. True. So, you know, I wouldn't – I definitely wouldn't write them off. But I, I think I think Indiana – Especially if if Oladipo comes back, and it, it, it's contingent on Brogdon too, because didn't he? I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna yeah. say Brogdon was talking about not going, and that that's a big deal. That'd be huge. Yeah. Um, Toronto. The difference between Toronto last year and Toronto this year. Toronto last year had a certified assassin. Dude, um, your best defender. You lost your best defender and your best offensive player. And I and I like. Siakam, you know what I'm saying? I like some yeah. spicy pee, whatever it's called. No, yeah. um, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't I don't think he's ready to be that lead dog on a team that's gonna make some noise. Um I feel the same way about Jimmy Butler as I've always felt. He is an all-star. Uh he is always going to be a top 10, 12 player in your conference. And he's always going to do no better than the second round. Mm, he's your best dang. player. If Jimmy Butler's your best player, you will never get past the second round. I don't I don't disagree with you. I don't I disagree with that. No no love for Philly? Anybody? I think I think Philly's overhyped. I Social think, distancing I think... will hurt Philly. Huh? Oh yeah, because you gotta you get to stand six feet away from Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> they doing that anyway, man. <laughs> this joker. Yeah, because he was talking about him. Like, I guess, I guess they running him at the point now. I mean, at the at the four. Yeah. But I'm like, Philly, Philly. He's their problem. You can't hide him on offense, and that's the biggest thing. If it's not a transition bucket, Ben Simmons might as well just stand under the basket with his hands in his pockets, or at the top of the key. He can be a slasher. See the, the yeah, but but he changes the offense so much. Like so here, like here's my now, now now your center your 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 massively talented center is outside shooting three pointers. Like he's gonna I mean, do that anyway. Yeah, but you would like him to do that by by choice, not by necessity. You know what I mean? Like he's forced <laughs> to be there because your point guard is in the middle of the paint, just just sitting there posting up. So so is he does he is he gonna is he gonna guard the point guard on a, of, of the other team on the defensive? Team? I, I don't know. They, from what I was reading, they they run in the rookie. <laughs> no, he's not a rookie. Whoever they get, they, I can't remember the cat's name, but they they got a young cat running the point now. So he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be the four. But I I don't I don't know how it will work because he's so good with the ball. You know what I mean? Why doesn't and I'm I'm losing faith right. around. Why hasn't Philly just made Ben Simmons the slashing three that he is? They're trying everything but that. It's just almost yeah. like okay, we, let's run him at the point. Okay, well we're not gonna guard him. Oh, let's run him at the four. I like to see him post up. Make him the the slashing three that he is. Run him at the I three. Agree. He ball handles you know forty percent of the time. Yeah. 
Anytime he's playing off the ball, run run cuts and, and back cuts and things like that, yep. form screens and, 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 and picks, and, and get him free. From 15 feet in, that's his game. Right. Like, can't you can't be afraid of, of – he's not going to become Tony Dumas. You're, what you're doing is you're, you're making that his game <laughs> un, until he's able to expand it, which hopefully you would, you would hope he does. But for now, play him like Tony Dumas. Yeah. It's, I, I don't. I don't. I think it's unwise for them to do this switch now as well. Well, may, maybe not, because it's not like it's not like if they kept him at the one, I would be like, oh, Philly's gonna come out the East. Right. So, you know, maybe maybe you gotta try something new. Um, because yeah, they they Philly's got some things to figure out. Philly's got some things to figure out. Most dangerous team in the West. You said. You said. I know. Dave said Portland. I. I, I I kind of agree with you there. Well, who did you have, Chris? I like Portland. Don't sleep on Dallas. I have, yeah, I have the Mavericks. I have the Mavericks. Um, I don't know. Do you think they're built more for playoff games than for regular season games? Especially with this, the bubble, yes. Because they've talked about star power. If you look at how good Luka's been, and Luka's just having fun. Right. Like, it's not like he's going out there like, I'm going to kill you. Luca's out here playing. And look what he does. And and that year of progression, that step up, Dallas Dallas was giving everybody a run for their money. What they were the fourth, they were the fourth seed when everything stopped. But every time they played a top-tier team, it wasn't like they were getting the doors blown off of them. It was always like right. three, four-point games. So they can run with anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My only concern with Dallas is who's their third best player? Mm. Is their third best player better than Danny Green? <laughs> so well, is Seth Curry their third best player? I was going to say the third best player might be Seth Curry. and That could, that could be problematic. Yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, little Tim's still out there, right? I believe so. Yeah. <clears throat> like, and sometimes Porzingis doesn't. True. Well, I don't know, man. I, know I don't where you're see. Going. I don't see fire from him ever from on a night to night basis. Yeah. Same problem I have with Joel Embiid. It's like, yeah, you a monster when you want to be, you know. Um, it's like, man, Porzingis, you're seven six, dude. Like. Yeah. You know what I'd be doing if I was seven six? Oh, right, right. Why don't you have fifty points right now? Like, I, I need three reasons. He didn't put on some bulk now. Like I hope all that's just not for you know for nothing, man. Like like he he lot of lot of potential there, man. But he don't he don't live up to it like he should. Whereas with Luca, you you look at him and you're like, yeah, this dude, you know, yeah, he he might be scrappy, but and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like, we got something here with this guy. But with Porzingis, I don't know, man. If, if Porzingis plays halfway decent, Dallas Dallas <laughs> can be a problem. Um, and like you said, they need a third guy that can step up consistently. Um, yeah. Dallas does depend too much on some no-names a lot. 
Like Dorian Finney-Smith and uh, that's the rest of their roster, man. But you got Tim Hardaway, you got Trey Burke, you got if 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 Tim can give you two good weeks of basketball, which he's entirely capable of doing, true. You can you can shock some teams. So if the playoffs started today, well, who 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 would they face off with? Would it be would it be Houston? Mm, not sure. It was uh, I think I'm looking at the right seating. If they – let me see here. It looked they, like they'd be playing the Clippers. Clippers is ooh, a two that's gonna seed, be a tough, right? Yeah, that's going to be a tough first yeah. round. Yeah, yeah, Memphis – but that will that will flip flop Memphis. Memphis Memphis actually had the eight seed. Portland Portland's on the outside looking in. So, but yeah, they would have to play the Clippers in the first. They they wouldn't. The Clippers would wear them out. But but if they could, if they they would have to, if they could play, maybe Utah. But that would mean they would have to move up, and they're not jumping up that many seeds. They would have to get past. The Thunder and uh, or get to the I don't know Dallas drop like that, but that's right. Luca Luca missed like three weeks. Right, that's what hurt them. So they're they're the seven right now. They will play the Clippers if they can catch the sixth seed. Um, they're only a game and a half back. Right. I mean, they they can move as high up as five. You know, if they really yeah. go on a tear these last eight games, and maybe face off the Utah. Um. Cause, yeah, the Rockets and the Thunder might dip. The Rockets and the Thunder might dip. So yeah, yeah I, they, if they I, play Utah, they got a chance. I take I take Dallas over anybody. I give Dallas a run over anybody except the top two. Really? Yeah. You no, know, I I think I think if you match Dallas up with the Nuggets, they can pull that off too. I think so too. And don't Jokic got COVID? It was rumored. I'm not sure. I think I was pretty pretty much established. <laughs> he might have had it. it. That was a month ago. Yeah, he had. He might. It, you know, know what? I'm. I'm. Let me, let me be real about it. It might not have been a month ago. Ever since COVID has happened, these days <laughs> are extremely long, and I I don't I don't know what's up and what's down anymore. <laughs> Everything blends together. Everything runs together, man. Like, you know, sorry to bring up a sad occasion, but Kobe Bryant died five months ago, and it seems like 10 years. Yeah, it ain't even been a year yet, man. It ain't even been a year yet. Like, do you like? Do you remember when the All-Star game was in Chicago? Four months ago? Jeez. Yeah, you're right. That must seem like that was two years ago, man. Yeah, it does, man. We're aging terribly, man. <laughs> Yikes. This is unreal. Unreal. But is, is your mailbag empty? No, I have I have uh well, we kinda already answered the other question about was did they pick the wrong state in Florida to go have this bubble man? We kinda Absolutely. Well, one last question. What are your thoughts on the players saying the NBA should not return to distract from the social movements going on right now? That's just stupid. 
That I don't. I, I thought that was that's the that's the Kyrie argument, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was dumb. Like to me, your platform means so much more if you can do it on a national stage. If you can have a press conference after every game and say what you're gonna say, bring awareness to whatever. That's so much more than following you on Instagram while you're at the crib. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't know. I. I think that's an example of people overthinking the situation. Like you get paid, you get your voice from basketball. If you don't have basketball, nobody knows who Kyrie is. Nobody knows you. So use that platform to do social awareness, to spread social awareness, to do whatever you're gonna do from that from that ledge. Now, I'm not backing Kyrie. I really don't have a stance on on it, so to speak. But I'm gonna offer the flip side. Um, and I kind of, and oh Lord, I hate that I feel this way. I kind of understand what he's trying to do. Um, if they want all this to come back and we say we aren't playing because ABC, we'll make a statement. Um, to Dave's credit, it may not make as big of a statement as you could make night in, night out, because every team's going to be playing just about every other day. Night in, night out, players bringing this up. They're putting the, the names on the jerseys and, and the causes on the jerseys and things like that. And you, you're seeing these things take place on a regular basis and being said on a regular basis, ad nauseum even. Um, that would have more of an impact, but... I understand what Kyrie was trying to do. It's just like which was what bring visibility to it through invisibility. Like people are counting on the NBA to play. So if the NBA doesn't play or players don't play, and they say I'm not playing because of this, is in in sense of a protest. It does bring attention to it. But you need the right players to fall in line with that. True. Like, so if, for instance, just hypothetically, if LeBron James says, I'm not playing because I want to bring more attention to this cause, that cause does have more attention because all, all the rest of that time period that they're playing, you're like, you're noticing LeBron's not there because of that cause. Well, if Kyrie Irving has said that and left it at that, I'd be like, yeah, I, I, I see where he's coming from. But he didn't. He goes into this thing about players getting together and starting their own league separate from that. the NBA. And I'm just like, okay, is this is this is this another one of those? I feel I feel I feel Kyrie Irving is at war with an invisible enemy that only he knows about, and it's a one-sided war that he's got going on in his head. He's got these anti-media sentiments. Every time he says something stupid, and gets called out for it. It's the media's fault. And sometimes I feel like he's trying to get back at entities that have nothing to do with this particular issue. Um, and I felt that way with his supposed solution or, you know, suggestion of, of players not playing. And here's the other part of it, too. He's saying it would be a distraction from the issues. I feel like we, I feel like we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Like, a person could, could care about social justice issues, and go to but work. also, and yeah, still go to work. We do it every day. 
So it, it, it's for me, it kind of comes off as like, yeah, I, I don't feel like going to work, but I still want my millions of dollars. And uh, oh, by the way, uh, I think we should start our own league. Like, uh, okay, like you're conflating one thing with the other right now, but okay, whatever. And and I, I just don't think that's the right approach. Um, you and Kyrie if that does. was the case, no black people should be going to work for anything. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and what's let's let's be real here. Like like what you're doing, it's not an essential business. Playing basketball is not an essential business. So right. I, I get why you you would have this stance, but it's all the other stuff added on top of it. You know, like. Like he he just hasn't done a very good job of explaining the end game here, and he he's saying it's always oh, a distraction, as a distraction. We we kind of deserve a distraction at this point, um, because nothing's going to change overnight. Nothing's going to change by the end of this calendar year. So there's never going to be this magical moment where we're going to look up like, oh, everything's peachy keen now. Let's go play back to playing basketball. And you know, to Dave's point, using your platform uh, and your visibility helps your cause. I mean, think about it. We got a, uh, somebody voted president for, for no other reason than, you know, he had a reality show and we knew who he was and he, he might have wrote a book once, you know. Um, so that, that's, that celebrity does count for something. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Kyrie was rolling along and then he Kyrie'd it up. Like... <laughs> He, the, the the invisible force he's fighting is also named Kyrie. That's the invisible man that he's fighting. So. He, he, yeah, he's at war with himself, man. He's I'm within waiting. and not without. He's, yeah, he's talking about starting your own league and stuff. Like that's that's a separate issue. Like now, now you. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's more else. than a notion. I don't that's understand. And then, and, then, and then his second in command is Dwight Howard. It's like the second I've got an invitation to that phone call, I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not tapping into this clown. <laughs> Take my name off this thing, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and we got, we got a flat earther and Dwight Howard, you know, yeah, yeah, we're we going to discuss some things. It's no thank you, man. No thank you. You do not hey, speak gotta, to me, Kyrie. I got to go to work in the morning. Can somebody please take me out of this chat? <laughs> 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 Silly man, huh. I don't get it. It's, it's, it's Kyrie, man. It's, we've already spent too much time talking about Kyrie. It's Kyrie. Something else is gonna happen, isn't? Has he decided to play? I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't wasn't he wasn't he scheduled to travel with his team? But then somebody said something about like if you weren't going to play, you weren't going to be allowed to travel with the team. And then that's when he pulled out. Isn't that? Well, I, I remember that being how it went down. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. The Nets. I unlike I unlike Shaq. Think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna make any noise. Nah, nah. Especially I mean, without without Kevin Durant too. too. Yeah, that team. Nah. Then what he's out. We we've seen we've seen what happened with Kyrie in charge, and and he can tank a good team, let alone those those years he played in Cleveland, being the best player on the team by himself. There's no way he's not he's not an elevation guy. Like he's not gonna make the Nets better. He he tore the wheels off Boston, and that was <laughs> that was a good team. Do and they got better when he left. That's the yeah. crazy thing. Like he he needs he needs an alpha. 
on his teams. Like you can't. But he doesn't realize with him Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. Like some some he realizes but he does, he like, he's, he's Kyrie. So he needs an alpha, but he doesn't realize he needs an alpha, but he asks for an alpha to be a beta for him. That does that make sense? It probably shouldn't. But that's the only that's the only reason I think him and Durant might work. Because they both faux alphas. Like they both try to be alphas and they're not. You know what I mean? So it kind of like that Spider-Man meme, like like them both pointing at each other, like you you the leader, you know what I mean? But they, and it might work that way because they can both kind of defer unknowingly, like oh well, I'm leading the team and I'm looking, you know, and they just point fingers at each other, but they both can get buckets. I don't know. It, it's it it makes sense in my head, but I'm like, I'm like they neither one of them are alphas, but they both are really really talented betas. So if 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 they can kind of play off each other, I think it might actually work with the two of them. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, Dave. I agree with that, Dave. I think I think like games on the line, it's it's fourteen seconds on on the clock. Either nine times out of ten, either one of them is going to be good with the ball yeah, being they, they, in, they in both their hand. Get buckets, right? But when that shot gets missed. And the media sticking cameras in your face after the game. Neither one of them want to answer those questions. Right. You know. Self-destruct. Um, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, man. It's almost like they weren't they weren't trained on how to, you know, answer questions or deal with the media at some point. Cause it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I, I don't know if this is a generational thing, if 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 it's like a a thin skin thing, like man, I, I I come in face to face with my own criticism, I don't like it. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is, but you know, you 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 see it in doses from here and there from LeBron, but like he he's probably the one who handles the media the best, you know, at his generation, but you still see doses of it in him yeah. and traces of it, but you know, you know, and it ain't just Kyrie and KD. You see it in Demarcus Cousins. You see it in uh, um, you see a little bit of it in in, in what's my uh, Draymond Green. You know, oh, you see uh, a ton of it in him. He he's another he's another full alpha. Like they <laughs> they talk all that talk, but then you know what I mean. You got to do your job, and and there's nobody behind you. You know what I mean. He's nowhere to be found. So it's like he doesn't Draymond doesn't well at least this year Draymond didn't understand his what his role was was his role like Draymond Green is an all-star in his role if he steps yeah. outside of that he's regular Joe basketball player so I, he, I, I don't even think I think he's his role in his role with the players like without without the the Without Stephen Clay, even in his role, Draymond Green is just Joe basketball. Like he's not he. There is no elevation to it. Like you take him anywhere without them two dudes, and he'll be Joe basketball. Like I don't think he's not an All Star on another roster in that league in the league. I, and and without without Kyrie, not Kyrie, but without uh, Stephen Clay, he's not an All Star. When when all those pieces fit, he fits. Yeah. 
when, when all those pieces fit, Draymond Green is the best, third best guy on his team. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. If you line up all, all the third best players on every team, Draymond Green will be at the top of that list. Right. 60% of the time, he's the best every time. <laughs> so since we're talking about best players, right? It's, it's interesting. We talked about best players and we talked about sensitive cats. Let's combine it. So Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley came out recently and said Shaquille O'Neal is not in his top ten. Is Shaquille O'Neal in your Charles top Charles Barkley said Shaquille O'Neal is not in his it's top ten. It's not a top ten all-time yeah. basketball player. I read that. Mm-hmm. I, I I would have to disagree with that, man. In my lifetime, I mean the 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 players I've seen with my own eyes, Shaq is in my top ten. He was the most dominant player on the court for at, at least a decade. You know, but you got to remember. Okay, so if you're going back off of that, Charles Barkley seen more basketball players. True. I would be curious to see who is on his list. Right. That that would be like, interesting too. Like if he if he gave if he gave Shaq the boot to make room for like I don't know Tim Duncan Bill Russell Kareem cats like that yeah I could kind of see that but if he's got let me think I I would just have to see who's on his list <laughs> like, I, know, like, I know there's Michael because I would put Shaq above I would put he's got Kobe and LeBron in front of Shaq. He's got, he's got Mike, Oscar Robertson, Kobe, LeBron, Tim Duncan, um, Kareem. Um, I can't remember the whole list. I think he, I think he kind of put it out there. Um, I think he said he thought Hakeem was better. I, I can, I can I, see that argument. I. If you talk in top centers, Shaq has – Shaq is in my top three. Like, I mean, I would put Hakeem and Kareem ahead of him. Other I think, than that – I think Charles had Bill Russell in front of him. I couldn't put Bill Russell. And it Shaq is never going to argue that. Yeah. Because yeah. they I mean, all respect it'd be, Right. It would be hard to argue it, but and me gotta, personally – You got to think about Will Chamberlain, too. He played the center position. Right. But then again, a, a lot of a lot of the knock against Wilt was the level of competition. You know what I mean? Okay. Shaq, I'm, I'm, Shaq was in the golden era of centers. And well, to be fair though, he did face off with Hakeem in the finals, and we saw how that went. True. That's he's why he's got. But he don't even he doesn't even have Hakeem on here. He's got. I just looked it up. He's got Michael Jordan. Oscar Robinson, Robertson, I'm sorry, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, whom a lot of people forget about, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Then this is where it gets a little weird. Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. I mean, you can make a case for Larry and Magic. Uh... I don't know if I've had an Elgin Baylor in my top ten. Yeah, Elgin or or Jerry West. But Jerry Jerry West and Oscar Robertson were like 
the LeBron and Kobe of their era. You know what I'm I saying? It. So yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a era and a generational thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean again, every it's all it's all subject. Like and that's how I kinda started my my argument with it. You know what I mean? Like I, I watched Shaq's career, so I'm I'm slightly biased. Like I've never yeah. seen a dominant dude. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, I've seen Hakeem. Obviously, I will put Hakeem, he's what, number two on my list of centers all the time. But Shaq, I mean, Shaq, there was bodies bouncing off of that dude. Like he he was such a force in the in the league, man. And people forget how good he was defensively. Like Shaq wasn't a bum. He let a lot of his later years kind of cloud the memory of him being dominant in LA and Orlando by playing in Boston and Miami and stuff like that. But Shaq, in this prime, that that dude, that dude's a monster, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and then if you like you said, if you're going off who we've seen, cats who've been parallel to our our lifespan of watching basketball, Shaq is likely top ten. Um, but then when you extend it beyond that, you know what I'm saying, which is which is what Charles was doing, you know, you you get some question marks. Yeah, but you know he uh, he, Bill Russell, you know what I mean, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, like these are these are guys that he probably grew up watching and that kind of stuff. So it's, I get it, I get I get the reason for the list, but I don't know, man. Shaq Shaq's so thin skinned. Very. I can understand why he he's he be, he always be touched. And you never know, Charles could have been trolling him too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's hard to my it's hard to argue with with the Bill Russell thing. Um, the only the only thing is like he he played with like his his teammates were good enough to be the best players on other teams. And that that's my knock on Bill Russell besides playing against slow midgets. Um, I'm sorry. I can't say midget. Slow little people. I'm not editing that either. Um, nice. <laughs> but other than that, like, I think Bill was great. Like, the tape I've seen on him, very athletic. The things he was doing was, was otherworldly. And, and that's just the – that's just a fact of of athletics and sports. You're gonna have a guy come along who's just that much better athletically than everybody else prior, and they're just gonna do things that we haven't seen before. Um, so I don't totally hold that against him, but level competition was down. True, true. Eleven championships though is eleven championships. <laughs> That's facts. And he beat the Lakers in racism. <laughs> so what is that 40 42 <laughs> we just, just making up our adding arbitrary numbers to championships now 47 championships from bill russell i can't believe nick Wright said that man i can't just reaching man just reaching that's like when rachel nichols said he he deserves the mvp because kobe bryant died and and because he plays for the Lakers, so blah, blah. it's like it, Kobe wasn't his daddy. Like he was just another player. Like yeah, yeah. They talking Bryant. about he he played with the weight of Kobe uh, uh, Kobe death and all this other nonsense. Like, As what if are y'all other talking about? Didn't. Nobody else knew him. As if other people didn't. 
Like, like Jason Tatum spent the entire summer with him this past summer. So it's like other players dealt with that. You know, it's just, it's it's crazy. It's crazy the 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 catering that is that is done for one particular individual. But that's that's the media era we live in. So again, whereas there's no nuances, either you're over here or you're over there. There's no there's no middle ground. There's no, there's no room for for gray area and true analysis. Like, why can't it be that LeBron James is good, but he's just not the best? Or why can't it be that LeBron James had a great season, but he's not the MVP? Like it's, yeah. it's, and let's not forget, this dude has the fourth or fifth best player in basketball on his team. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah, they best, forget about they Likely forget about his best teammate ever. Ever. Like he's Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade combined. <laughs> well, he, yeah. yeah he's, he's, I, I mean, I'll make the argument that he's better, you know. So, it's cool. It's cool. Appreciate you fellas joining me this evening. Uh, it's good to get back, back on track. Uh, Absolutely. Good, good to see you back, bro. Good to have some stuff to talk about. Let's, uh, well, hopefully. Hopefully in about approximately well less than two weeks. Like yeah. hopefully we'll have more to talk about. Yeah. And I know y'all got some projects going. I know um vibes and stuff has been surging. <laughs> it's been up, man. Has it? <laughs> Plug your project, man. Yeah, we um we just finished uh season seven a few weeks ago. Uh, we'll be back actually next week. Um uh, and uh, for season eight, we got a lot of exciting things planned for the listeners, uh, more special guests, more topics, more brackets, more hip hop. So be sure to uh, tune in to the Vibes and Stuff podcast um, on all your usual platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Anchor.fm. Oh, you got it covered. <laughs> Yes, I tried to. <laughs> if anyone is listening, Stay Out's podcast is also on all those mediums. Um, make sure you talk about August Alcina. The uh... <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> so it's not hip hop. That dude is about to. That dude is about to have a nine. It's hip hop because Rick R&B. Ross is on the track. Ah, oh, come on. I'm I'm done with that man. He he's about to squeeze out a nine month long R and B career yep. and out of this. Yes. Yep. And and probably a, a reality show and then he's gonna disappear and that'd be that. Dude, when when this th- thing first blew, I thought I thought August was a female. So I'm like, oh snap! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like, Jay was Jay was pitching for the other team. Oh, it's a guy. Oh, oh. I, dude, I, had, I hadn't heard his music. I didn't so know you've never heard was. of Marcus Alcina before? Nah, no, not at not all. Not before this, not me. I had dude, no I'm idea. I'm older than you and I've heard of this dude. Who is I, he? I had, I had to Google him. He was, he, he was, well, I guess is. 
R&B singer-ish. He had about a hot 27 months. About two and a quarter years, he was putting out some some consistent projects. Never but, heard of him. You will now. Oh yeah, that that one track, man. That's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be like the the cha cha slide, man. So what does he does he talk about the relationship in the in the song or something? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's called uh, what is it? Entanglement. It's, it's called, called entanglement. entanglement. Wow. So he, I mean, he playing on the whole thing, man. He gonna get his little money. Man, Will, Will, Will Smith is a powerful man in the entertainment industry. Like, nah, this, he, this, he that, this is definitely him. gonna come back to bite him. <laughs> like, yeah, you better It's gonna come back to bite him, but it's gonna come back to bite him in a Takashi kind of way. Like, he's gonna mm-hmm. count the money first. Yeah, and then it'll come back to bite. Him. Yeah. Save your bread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You, 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 yeah, you got you got some content coming up, man. I mean, Kanye is out here at, at rallies talking about Harriet Tubman didn't free any slaves. Oh my God! I don't even want to address him on my show because I feel the media gives him enough attention. Like, I want to talk about this Nick Cannon thing. I want to talk about this Tory Lanez thing. Um, is Kanye yeah. at an actual rallies like a rallies checkers? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I, can see, I, can see him, I can see him doing that, talking to an ice cream cone like a microphone. People so hot, I'm, melt, I'm melting the mic, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, step. People sitting there, oh, he ain't wrong. Like, uh, you, you, dude, oh, that's the worst. He said Harriet Tubman in for no slaves. Are you, I, I hope you're, you're kidding. Nah, right? We can look it up when, when the show's over, man. Just, <laughs> yeah. just Google it, bro. We'll, we'll talk about it when the show's over. You uh, you got anything brewing, Dave? You and yeah, we got class? Yeah, it's, it's some untitled projects as of right now. So be letting y'all know. One one that I'm, uh, I, I can't share with you. I was kind of working on something, but my name got stolen. But it was basically a, a project for, um, promoting films and, and movies done by minorities. So uh, it was kind of kind of put people on to some lesser known movies and lesser known directors and actors and things like that. So, mm, okay. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm still still curating. So we, we got some stuff in the pipeline. We'll, we'll be letting you know. Always good to hear. Um, I just I just I just Googled Kanye West rally and the first thing that came up was he said, everyone has a baby gets a million dollars. <laughs> oh, we could do this all night if we're going to talk about Kanye West quotes. He also said, he also said, marijuana should be free. Um, <laughs> and he had the, the numbers 20, yeah, 2020 in his hair. Whew. He's, he's I almost. He's, he also said he almost killed his daughter. Jeez, this dude is having a full blown psychotic break, and, and we just watching it. Gonna play out on TV. Ooh. Before Ian continues, 
I'd like to thank everybody for <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for joining the Stay House podcast. Again, appreciate Dave and Ian for joining us. Um, you can catch us all your social media outlets. Ian mentioned his. I'm going I'm to reiterate it. Uh, we are based off Anchor, but you can find us. We actually got iHeartRadio in. Mm. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, iHeartRadio. That's right. iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, all that, all them. Appreciate y'all. Love you guys, the fans, for keeping up with us and following us. Until next time, for the Podcast.